Hello, you're listening to Casa de Lever Smith, where the grown-ups talk about relationships, parenting, current affairs, and life in general. There'll probably be some naughty words, so consider yourselves warned. Hello, everyone. This is Kaylee. And Oliver. Lever Smith. Oh, God, that were impromptu, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Lever Smiths. We're double-barrelled, in case anybody's wondering. It were my decision... Uh, it was our decision. It was my idea. It was your idea, but it was our decision. It is a good idea. Do you know everybody that we meet comments on our name? Yeah. Except sometimes it's just easier to say Smith, isn't it, when you're booking a restaurant or whether you're, I don't know, writing your name on a um, Christmas tree tag to wrap around it. Yeah. Yeah. To reserve uh, a tree. Sometimes we do go with Smith, but... Um, yeah, Lever Smith prevails usually. Nobody ever queries Smith when you give it as a surname, do they? Like there's no well, they probably think you're giving it as a fake name, oh, especially maybe. in hotels and things. Oh yeah, affairs, yeah. isn't it? Stick hey. to stick to the full-on Lever Smith for hotels. Otherwise, we might find stuff. Well, I don't go room. away by myself. You do, don't you? I do. Do you use Smith when you go away alone? No, because then your credit card and whatever that you leave at the on the hotel won't match, will it? Mine gets all booked through work anyway, which is my... I think it goes under work as the name, to be fair. Oh, right. So you don't even have a name. I'm nameless. That's even worse. Mm. So today we've been busy. We've been out to choose our Christmas tree. It's not come home with us. No. It has been delivered. Absolutely Um, not. (laughs) It is way too early. About four days into December, we are expecting our Christmas tree... To land on our doorstep. Oh, by the way, it's coming on that Tuesday. Please, can you work from home that day <laughs> to receive the Christmas tree? I'll check with my boss. He says yes. <laughs> well, this is a reason that it's good that you do work in computers. I know you hate me saying that. I say it on purpose, working computers. But if you were a builder, can't really work from home, can you? If you were a baker, if you were a... Yeah, I know Candle what you mean. Candlestick maker. If uh, if I worked in some sort of trade like that, though, some sort of physically active trade, then you wouldn't. Well, not necessarily. You wouldn't. Um, you wouldn't come at me with such poison as you came at me with yesterday. Don't, don't. It doesn't have to be physical. You could be a teacher. You says, can't she do says, that. Um, she oh, says, God. "Do your do your pajamas still fit you? I don't think they do." Right, are we really getting into this? By the way, they do still fit. You had more body showing than was covered. No. that Well, that's because we were just, like, slouched on the sofa. We were just slouched. Speak for yourself. I was just slouched. Oliver, I wasn't asking to say, are you too... I wasn't being unkind. I was saying, do the, are those pyjamas too small? Do you now need new pyjamas? That's not what how you said it. What did you think it. I was doing? That's not how you said it. You insinuated that I was too big for my pyjamas, which I am They are last Christmas's pyjamas. No, those ones are older. They're a lot older. These that I'm wearing now are last Christmas's, and I am wearing them. Well, are the buttons fastened? The buttons are fastened. Oh, right. <laughs> Are they fastened 
<laughs> Are they in danger? I can neither confirm nor deny that they are in danger of popping open. Do those trousers hurt when you sit down? No. Okay, you're all right then. No, I'm fine. They're nice, those. They are. They are nice. Hmm. I like them. Yeah. I can't wait for Christmas, though, to get some more pyjamas. Do you need a bigger size? You're, you're for no, it. seriously, what size are they? Because I've just bought your Christmas pyjamas and I know what size i bought. And if they're the same size as them, I'm swapping them. Large. I'm swapping it. <laughs> <laughs> For God's sake, I thought I'd done the Christmas Eve pyjama shop. It's been a tough year. <laughs> right, so what else have we been doing? Um, by the way, if there's a knock at the door, it is our big shop arriving. I paid a lot of money to get this particular delivery slot. Don't ask, don't ask why. Don't know. It's not convenient now, is it? But... If he knocks, then we'll pause. That's fine. And hopefully it's not that talky man. Oh, he won't you shut up. You know that's small. I, I, I don't want to be unkind. What if he's a listener? I know which that one you mean. That talky man. He was kind. I, I do enjoy a chat. It's just so so grateful that he'd blocked the road because someone came up behind him in their car and pipped him. So he had to move. He had to shut up and Yeah, leave. we were like, thank God. Thank God. Yeah. We were trying to get to bed, weren't we? We were. The best thing is when you're upstairs baffing the children and I'm downstairs talking to the uh, delivery man and you're just flirting. Fu- you're just fuming at me for making conversation. Well, I can tell. Just raging, slamming things about upstairs. I can tell which Asda man it is by how much you actually talk to him. Because if it's the little shrew man that blocked the road, then you're like, <laughs> hello, yes, it is cold. Goodbye, good night. Whereas if it's that one with the stubble and the broad shoulders. Oh, I hope he comes tonight. Then uh, you just, you could be there for hours. If he comes tonight, I will accept the delivery. You can go and wait upstairs. Take your bra off quick, though. (laughs) No. No thanks. (laughs) It's cold tonight, isn't it? Has a whole new meaning. No, thank you. Don't lower the tone. Uh, Also, today I've shampooed the living room carpet all by myself with a carpet cleaner. I could have got a man in, but I didn't. I shampooed the whole thing. It smells divine. And it looks... Well, the carpet is quite a pale colour, isn't it? And it looks gorgeous. Looks really nice. Shampoo lines in it. Beautiful. Shampoo lines are the new Hoover lines. Shampoo lines, yeah. Love a Hoover line. Shampoo line. Mm-hmm. I did hoover so that you could shampoo the carpet then. Yeah, you did your bit, yeah. It's just, sometimes sometimes I feel you intentionally say, like, you know, make the bit that I've contributed not yeah. as, you know, not as much. Like, for there, you says I've shampooed the carpet all by myself. Have you actually got FOMO because I just said I shampooed the carpet by myself? No, what I've got is a worry that people think that you're the only one that does anything. Or if someone hears, someone hears, oh, I shampooed the carpet all by myself, and they think, oh, why didn't Oliver help her? Because he didn't help me because he was upstairs trying to fasten his pyjama buttons. <laughs> I'm it's sorry. A, it's that a two-man job. That were rude, that. Rude. Come on. What have you been up to this week, then? <laughs> what are you having to drink? Are we talking about what we're drinking, then, are we? What are you having to drink? I'm having a bit of a fruit medley this <laughs> evening. You sound aggy. I've got, I've got an orange pale ale mm. from Lidl. 
Lidl. Which, when you first bought them, I tried one and I was like, not my thing. But as they've been sitting in the fridge and the the drink around them has slowly been drunk, they're more and more attractive and they're actually quite nice. But I've, I'm pairing Remember it. Remember I bought them as a gift? Yes, yeah, mm. yeah. I appreciate the gift. Uh, but I've, I've actually paired it with, an, uh, with a uh, banana. Paired it. Paired it with a banana. Medley. Mm. Yeah, orange pear banana. Yeah. What are you drinking? Uh, I've not got a drink tonight. But can I just say, guess what? What? Do you realise that the heating's on? Yes. And you have allowed me. I'll tell you why. I uh, It's on, and I saw it was on because I heard the boiler on. But that's fine because the heating was on way before we started podcasting. Uh, so the radiators have had time to go through their clicky right. heating up stage. So you can relax your policing style of uh, thermostat management for this evening. To a degree, yes. Yeah. I'll still be keeping an eye on the uh, smart meter. No. Oh, okay. Uh, so what have we been doing? <laughs> Oliver's just trying to eat a banana silently. I'm failing, <laughs> so I had to turn back to the microphone. So if you hear some squishy sound, that's, that's me. I know what we've been doing. Snow. Today, the whole world is covered in snow. Charles were right excited this morning. So yeah, excited. Yeah, he was. Thought it was time for Father Christmas, didn't he? He was going, <gasps> when he looked out the window. Hmm. I had to walk all the way down to dancing school at <laughs> six o'clock in the morning, though, didn't I? That's what you get for having a job on Saturday that you can work uh, that you can walk to. Yeah, no, I was happy to walk you to didn't dancing. Mind it, did I you? had a lovely time penguin penguining down the. <laughs> hill. Was it was it slippy? Because it by the time we got out to like play in the snow, it had gone kind of slushy. No, it wasn't slippery for me because it was fresh snow. I just bounded straight down. Oh yeah, fair. Yeah. And I guess it's not really been cold enough to set ice in, has it? It kind of went from snow to slush, and then it's not really... It's pretty much gone now, Well, because I was at dancing, I all day I set off in snow and I came back and there were no snow, so I didn't get any slush. Yeah, it's been funny looking at people's Instagram stories where they've got all the excitement about snow the first thing in the morning, and then, like, midday, they're like, oh, it's gone. Hmm... Mm. It's exciting, isn't it? It is exciting. So we've been to Leeds, haven't we? Have we? We had a nice, not weekend away, a midweeker. We had a midweeker. Midweek city break. Yeah. Sounds a lot more glamorous than it was. Hotel job. (laughs) Hotel job. Yeah, it was good. It was the uh, that was the ball that we we've talked about a couple of weeks previously. So we went to the ball. Um, We went earlier than the ball because we wanted to do all the Christmas shopping. Uh, we arrived and ha- we're having a nice breakfast, weren't we? And then Oliver said, what did you say? I said, did you pack my suit? And I said, no, your suit. Why would I pack your suit? See, the reason I asked is because the pre the, the day before, I'd ironed everything for my yeah. suit. I had my shirt, got everything ready on one hanger. And then we packed the night before. So instead of folding my suit and packing it, I laid it across the top of the suitcase. Mm. And then when I came to put the suitcase in the car, my suit wasn't on it. So I presumed that it was packed. Long story short, that was the wrong thing to presume. Do you know what? I've just thought right this minute now, what you should have done is hang it on them hooks, you know, in the back of the car. 
That's what I was planning on doing, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, it didn't happen. We had to go and buy a new suit, didn't we? Yeah, and you you still maintain that it was a ruse to get a new suit, but... You love a new suit. You're always on about a suit. If I could get away with wearing a suit, the majority of the time I would, but it's just not the done thing for, for like, the current... I don't know, millennials or whatever, to be yeah. wearing a suit all the time. I'm glad they had a next, put it that way, because you were sniffing around Moss Bros, weren't you? I wasn't sniffing around them. I thought I'd have to go in there <laughs> Where for Where you a... have to swap your wife for a tie. It's worth it. <laughs> worth it, especially the way you were going on at me, as if it was my fault that we'd forgot the suit. Um, but, yeah, I'd, I nearly considered going into Moss Bros for a tie, but didn't yeah. uh, didn't actually need to in the end. The one from Next was perfectly lovely. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was fine. It was a really nice suit, actually. And how many suits have we got now? Um, just the two. Just the two mm. suits. One that's black and one that's, like, uh, blue. Like I'm glad with. you went for blue. Yeah, I was worried about going for blue. As, as mm. uh, uh, listeners of the podcast will already know, it was a black tie event and I was concerned that I wasn't wearing a tuxedo as it was. You were fine. I was fine. You were I fine. We least. were both fine. Yeah, I we wasn't the most fine. underdressed. Some people were in velvet, weren't they? God, how many people were... There were at least velvet. eight, Gosh, eight velvet. red velvet jackets, I saw. Velvet blazers are in for a man, apparently. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. They look nice. I like them. Yeah, it was a really successful a night. French sort of... Uh, French theme, French yeah. look to the... Uh, yeah. Gents in the red velvet It was jackets. a really successful night because it was a charity ball and it was like the the culmination of the, that year's fundraising for the for the charity we were up to like 130 grand or something before the night started and then i think the the final figures came out that there was another 95 grand raised on the night some yeah. of which i i'm directly responsible for yeah, we bought our raffle tickets, didn't we? Bought our raffle tickets. I, I was flashing, flashing the plastic like an absolute twat, wasn't I? Later well, on in the evening. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Were we lucky or were we unlucky? I think lucky. Lucky. So we won. Hashtag blessed. W- can we say won? Did we win? Uh, well, it was a silent auction. So we had the winning bid. So we won a trip to Paris on the silent auction. We didn't intend to win. We thought people would outbid us. We hoped that people would outbid us. But um, next thing, a woman's by his side with a card machine. And uh, you can't say no, can you? Can't say no, not when it's for charity. No. But we, we we did put a bet on the thing that we wouldn't be upset about winning. Like, we did want it. Yeah, yeah. It's a good job you had the credit card, isn't it? Well, we we planned to, to take the credit card anyway. It's a good job it were there. It's for charity. Yeah. I wouldn't have bid on it if I didn't have the credit card with me. It was always the intention that it was going yeah. to go on there. So on Monday you need to ask for a pay rise, please. <laughs> I've already asked. <laughs> have you? I've got some right sympathy uh, at work. What, for the silent auction? Yeah. Gosh. Except my boss was actually off on on Friday when I went back. Um, so he's got that to look forward to. Was he at the ball? No, he wasn't, no. Mm. Um, but yeah, so it's like we're planning on going next year sometime because we, t- we usually go away like for your birthday anyway, don't we? So Yeah, yeah. We'll just use it for that. Yeah. Happy birthday. Mm. You're welcome. Yeah, we've been busy, haven't we? Oh, also in Leeds we bought all the Christmas presents. Our mm. Christmas shopping is done. Tick and done. I only have to buy for you. Yeah, <laughs> good luck. Have you got to buy for me still? Uh, yeah. 
Right. But that's kind of, like, I know it's important, but that's by the by. I know what I'm getting you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I know it's what I'm getting you. It's the kids that are the big job. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we've been in Hamley, so we've been in the entertainer. Where else did we Hamley's go? Hamley's is such a disappointment. Yeah, it's just back-flipping dogs, isn't it? Well, London Hamley's is really good. Oh, yeah, that's the exception. But, Meadowall, like, the Hamley's in Meadowall, no. the Hamley's in Trinity. Leeds, no. It's just, it's just tat, isn't it? There's none of the atmosphere that you get in mm. in Hamleys mm. in, Le- in London. Personally, anyway, not to rip on Hamleys, but... Yeah. Uh, maybe rethink your, your strategy there. It just, it just looks sad. Yeah, I had a better time in The Entertainer. Current affairs then, Kayleigh, what have you had your eye on? Oh, I've got a really good one and a really brings you down one. So my good one, well, which one do you want first? Um, I'll go for the bad one first. Oh. I don't want to be, you know, built typical up and Oliver. then, then drag back down <laughs> yeah. to earth. This is typical you, actually, because you always eat your least, on your plate, you always eat your least favourite thing first, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, get the hard bit out of the way. Yeah, exactly. Typical you. That's how you should. That's what you that should do. That is a good style to have, actually. What you should do is get rid of everything that you don't like. This isn't just about food. This mm. is about life in general. Get rid of everything you don't like up front, and then everything that's left is what you enjoy doing. Mm. If you do everything you enjoy first, then you're left with a shit job, and you've got no energy to do them anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we'll go with the bad one. Uh, masks are coming back, apparently. Ooh. Uh, Is that new? I've not seen that yet. No, as of tonight, it's just coming at 5pm. Masks are coming back because of the new variant. I do. There's only a couple of cases so far in the UK, though, isn't there, this new variant? Yeah, but they're all worried, aren't they? They're oh. all worried. Even if you're vaccinated, we're still worried. Well, we're not worried. Not really. Not as not not any more than anybody else. But um, So are they mandated in shops again now? Shops, buses... Uh, By law? Probably at school. I think so. I've not really looked into it. It's just my friend texts me to tell me because she knows I hate the masks. So all these irreversible mm. re- relaxations to restrictions that were done have been yeah. reversed, right? The only upside nice, is that nice. you can stick your tongue out at people. Yeah, that's not really an upside. While you've got your mask Because on. then you'd be licking the inside of your sweaty mask, wouldn't you? Sweaty. Speak, yeah. f- speak for yourself. I have a fabric one. Mm-hmm. So. so Not one of them, like, neckerchief ones. That... <laughs> oh, God, no, I hate those. They are, <laughs> they're fuggly, aren't they? I don't know about that. Yeah. The worst thing is when you're trying to buy a bottle of wine in co-op and they ask you for ID when you've got your mask on and then they ask you to lower your mask as if your eyes are all youthful and gorgeous and then the bottom of your face is just a haggard old mess. I've not been asked, I've not been ID'd. Uh, can you just lower your mask? Lower it. Oh, yeah, you're all right. Oh, now I can see under your mask. I know you're all right. You are of an alcohol age. Alcoholic age. Well, that is pretty shit news, to be honest. I, it has proved that I do have young eyes, though. Yeah, I, I meant the masks, not the fact that you got ID'd. But an ugly, fuggly old chin. Ugly old chin. That's what I call you. <laughs> Go on then, what's your good news? Good news? Well, it's not good news, it's just a more light-hearted one. So, uh, on Instagram, did you see Madonna's post? I did, actually. Madonna, how old is she? 60s? 60-something, yeah. Is she 69? I don't know. She's, I think she's, she's 69. Can you quickly look it up, please? Go on, then. I think she's 69. So, she posted a series of photos 
63. She's 63. Uh, but still, Nanan age, yeah. Uh, she posted a series of photos on a bed. Uh, under a bed. Under a bed. Slung over her bed. Bent over her bed. Um, basically not even looking like a real person because she's all just smoothed out, isn't she? It's like she's had a concrete roller go over her. Yeah, and then she's been airbrushed as well. And then she's been airbrushed. But the important fact to note is the nips were showing. The nips were exposed. Not both at the same time, but one was showing and then the other one had a turn on a later photo. Um, And I did see it when the nips were showing and... I did a screenshot of it and sent it to a friend and said, what's she doing? Why is she doing this? Next thing, the post is taken down and then it's reposted with a love heart over the nips and Madonna has put a quote or a thingy underneath saying, why is this not allowed? This is... It's just a body part. I agree. I agree with that whole... Yeah, I agree with the whole free the nipple thing. Not just because you get to see tits, but... Like why is a why is a male nipple allowed and a female one not? It's literally the exact same body part. Yeah, and she had put that about. Um, I didn't. I didn't read the caption. It's there to feed the babes and whatever. But in the in those photos, it weren't there to feed the babes. It was in a peephole bra. Yeah, but if <laughs> if it was a man in that exact same photo, it would not have been taken down. That's the that's the point that she probably was making. And is a completely valid point. Like I'm not, mm. I'm not a feminist or anything, but you can't. So are you allowed to see men's? Of course you are. Are if you I... on Instagram? I mean, on Instagram, yeah. For real, men's nipples. I think you should post one as a test. You post one, I'll report it. It's if you just search nipple, or if you... no, think about think about the the people that you follow on Instagram. Like you follow like. Male models and things, don't you? Yeah. They're constantly posting topless pictures. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Dream boys, for example. Yeah. All them dream boys that you started following on no, Instagram. No, I didn't. I followed one. I followed one. But, but that's what I mean. Like he, he's probably got them out all the time. Yeah, he has. I've seen him. So there you go. Like that. That proves the point that it's completely unfair. But he's posted him with his shirt off, like. I don't know. She... I don't know. It's not right. But why, though? Because, yeah, it should be a choice what you show, but it's not a choice necessarily what you see. And she's saying, oh, this has been over-sexualised. Well, it's been over-sexualised because she's done it, because of what she's wearing and the position she's in. She's in this uh, shiny bra that's got, like, peepholes in it, these fishnet tights. I don't even think she had any knickers on. I can't remember the photos, right? It was a couple of days ago I saw them, and I didn't read the caption. Um, But just in general, maybe not these photos in in particular, but there is a stigma of the female nipple. You say you've got a choice about what you show, but you've not got a choice about what you see. Why should it matter whether it's whether the nipple belongs to a male or a female? They are the same thing. Arguably, the female one has even more um, reason to be shown because that has actually a purpose of breastfeeding. 
whereas the male nipple has absolutely no purpose whatsoever. Okay, but do you think that though that particular post, wearing that particular outfit, in those particular positions, was the correct way to convey that important message? I think any... Because her children are going to see that. Think I think about any, her children. Any, anything that you post that draws attention to that is valid. And I, I refer you to what I said previously. If the If the picture had been a man in those positions with side nipple, they wouldn't have been taken down. And that's the point. Mm, but she's saying you're turning things into over-sexualised things. Well, she posted it. Yeah. OK, we'll agree to disagree. I Honestly, I think the, the furore around it, this and nipples in general, not just on Instagram, but anywhere... It's just so stupid. Can't be doing with it. But you say that, but then when we were in Vegas and then there was those uh, topless sunbathers, you were all twitchy, weren't you? I wasn't. What do you mean? Where where were these? When we were in Vegas at the hotel. We didn't go anywhere with topless sunbathers. We did. We didn't. There was There was a place where you had to go in and buy a ticket to go in if you want to be... A topless sunbather, but the, by the pool we were at, there were no topless they sunbathers. They were! I don't remember any. <laughs> Too busy twitching. I want, I want twitching nothing. I, I feel I'm quite European in that in that respect. Like, if if there's tits out, it's, it doesn't bother me. Well, like, maybe it weren't Maybe it weren't topless, maybe it was thonged swimsuits. Oh, come on, you're making me out to be all right. Fucking prude. There was something that you kept just looking at me and then raising your eyebrows about. In Vegas, it could have been one of about a million things. <laughs> but I can guarantee it wouldn't have been a nipple. Jesus. <laughs> On to my favourite part, it's the questions. Um, if you want to submit your question... Send it to us on Instagram. At Kaylee Candy Floss. Well timed at Hey It's Owls. Or you can email podcast at leversmith.com. Excellent. Uh, I'll be honest, the questions are drying up. So keep them coming, please. Uh oh. If you want. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to pressure anybody. We can just fade into obscurity. This first question, I really do feel strongly about this actually. Oh, um, God. And Oliver, I'll be honest, I think we're going to clash, disagree, argue. Excellent. Yes. Get the ratings up. Yeah. Um, So this is from, I'm going to call her Tina Triangle. So my boyfriend is in frequent contact with an ex-girlfriend. Aren't the alarm bells ringing already? Yes. Yours are? Oh, I thought you were going to say this is all right. Oh, no. You're all right. No, I I think alarm bells are ringing from You're, what you've said just there. They are. Oh, yeah. I thought, I thought, okay. They text, my boyfriend is in frequent contact with an ex-girlfriend. They text every day, every day. They text every day and he usually wakes up to a good morning message. I'm just going to put in here. Every day. That's not an X. We don't even text every day. That is not an X. Even when you're away, we don't even text every day. Yeah, why do you and, think I get away? <laughs> and good morning. 
God. Yeah, that's... Do you know if you wake up to a message from somebody, that really means... That's like the first... You are the first thing they've thought about. That's you just... message. Going straight into their mind and staying there all day. That's not on, is it? Anyway, my boyfriend is in frequent contact with an ex. They text every day and he usually wakes up to a good morning message. It also turns out that they meet up for lunch and she gives him advice on me. That's not good, is it? Am I too jealous? I hate it and I want her to disappear. Can girls and guys really be just friends? Because I'm starting to feel that it is something more. Hmm. Well, Tina, it is something more. Undoubtedly. There's something something extra going on here. Yeah, even if he doesn't... He might not see it. He yeah. might genuinely think that they're just friends, but she knows full well that he is with you. And is she looking for trouble texting him first thing in the morning? It's just not cricket. It's just not on. Yeah, but then because that's quite open, texting him in the morning, that makes me think that actually nothing's going on because if there was something going on, they'd hide it better. Uh, I think she's just trying to wind you up. I don't know, maybe, or maybe maybe it's like a double-double bluff. And like she's been open about the annoying but innocent bit, but they're being closed about the not so innocent bit. I uh, think whatever, whatever they've got this close relationship, um, it's it's not healthy. Yeah. Girls and guys can really be just friends. I I do believe that, but you can't be just friends with an ex. Especially if you're... Because you, you got that... No. You got you have to be close to someone to be a friend. You have to be close to someone for them to be an ex in the first place. Those lines are going to be blurred enough as it is. Even my best, best, bestest friend, we do text all day long, literally without stopping. We do text all day long. If she was exactly the same, but a boy... I don't feel that our relationship could be the same. I think it changes everything. No, you can't be just friends, not to that extent that you're texting all day long. No. I suppose I'm coming at it from a different angle because I don't have... I mean, I have I have friends, don't get me wrong. We don't need to do... We don't need another, like, <laughs> send £5 a month or whatever. £5, it's gone up. To find Oliver a friend. Um I don't have like best a single best friend that I text all day every day. Mm. I have lots of friends that I text like. Do any of them ever text you good morning? Um, maybe like good morning fuckers or something in a group chat, <laughs> but not. No one texts me directly to say good morning. No. Unless it's morning dot dot dot, and then the actual reason for the message. My mum texts me good morning. That's nice, so that's your mum. Yeah, that's obviously different. Uh, do you know what really grates on me? They meet up for lunch and she gives him advice on me. He should not be exposing any of your faults. We all have faults, that's fine. Um, 
we all have arguments, but he should not be exposing your faults to this particular person. Any other friend, yes, maybe. We all talk about our partners to our friends. But, Oliver, how would you like it if I was texting an ex-boyfriend all day long? I was getting good morning texts and then I was meeting up with him for lunch and asking him for advice when you have... I don't know, just been a dick about something. Well, I have not helped shampoo the carpet. Will you let it go? Um, obviously, that is that would piss me off. But the first thing in that, uh, that list of <clears throat> scenarios would piss me off. That, say, I'm constantly texting an ex-boyfriend. That, that in itself is, is enough for me. Mm. Like, that... You, this is where we might disagree. That's cheating. Texting? Yeah. Cheating is not about actions, it's about intent. You don't have mm. to just be shagging someone to be cheating. If you're texting someone... No, we've had, a... we've had this conversation before on this podcast as to what is classified as cheating, and you have, like... You said texting isn't cheating. No, it's just I've words. Said, I've said intent. I've said it's all about the intent. Mm. Text I it, suppose it depends what the messages say. So texting a bit flirty is fine. If you're texting someone and it's a relationship, yeah, that's almost worse than if... Say say you've got some text from someone and it's just like idle chit-chat about stuff and life. Yeah. That is probably worse than a few rude texts between you and the same person. Okay. Because the former yeah. is a yeah. relationship. I think I'd rather he slept with the ex-girlfriend once and then ignored her, and it was just that, rather than they were texting for six weeks. Yeah. It's, a, it's a relationship. Going for that. lunch. That is a relationship. I almost feel bad saying that, but, yeah, I don't think they can be friends to that extent. Um, also, if the boot was on the other foot, what if it was you and you were in, if somebody was texting you, Oliver, um, every day and you felt that you had to reply and then she was texting you, good morning, it just spiralled out of control, then she asked you to meet for lunch, you say yeah because actually you've got nobody to go for lunch with that day and you end up discussing our most recent fight and she's giving you advice do you feel guilty? Do you feel like you're doing something wrong or is that all right? Does it depend on which way the wind is blowing? I think the the texting and going for lunch is all right. I think the discussion your problems with your ex is where I would draw the line on what's acceptable. I'd I'd feel guilty about doing that. Mm. Up if... until up until the point of that there is like plausible deniability that it's innocent. Because you are just going for lunch. Yeah. Whereas as soon as you start talking about relationship and giving relationship advice, yeah, when you're obviously biased. It doesn't say what the advice is, though. It might be like, what should I get her for a birthday? How I do I make her love me more? The thing is, she obviously knows that he has been given advice by her. Mm. So it, he might have just put it into general conversation, like, oh, I was talking to so-and-so the other day mm. about this, and she said X, Y, Z. Yeah. Like, it, the fact that she knows is kind of a redeeming feature because it's obviously not that secret. 
Yeah, but I'm sorry to say it, but she knows this is going on. She, I feel she's to blame because she's, what is it, a facilitator? Yeah, and allower. She's letting him do it. Enabler. An enabler, yeah. It's like if you don't, it's like training a dog. If you don't want them to sleep on the bed, you don't let them up the stairs, yeah? Mm. If, I don't know anything about dogs, but, um, so I do know about children. If your children are eating with the fingers rather than the knife and fork, you tell them to use their knife and fork and teach them how, teach them what is appropriate behaviour. Don't go to somebody else and complain that your children are eating with the fingers. If there's yeah. a problem, fix it. Don't acknowledge it and let it continue. That's yeah. a really pet hate of mine. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Because then you, you're in no position to be able to be angry about it. Yeah. And if you believe in this relationship, you should believe that it's fixable and this is a problem. Yeah. Agree. Mm. I always approach you if there's a problem, don't I? Yeah, same. I think we have quite I'd a... rather have an argument about something than... I wouldn't call it an argument, though. I think we, we have very passionate discussions about st- about disagreements. <laughs> <All right. laughs> about disagreements, don't we? Because, if... <laughs> because we... I guess we've been together long enough to understand that, like, this, there's no point tiptoeing around stuff. Mm. And if one of you has got a problem with the other... Like, you can either stew on it for days and ruin your life. Just address it. Just clean it yeah, up. that's it. I would not say that you're too jealous. On the contrary, I would say you are unbelievably forgiving too much. You are to blame now. Do you know if well, I thought you meant. I thought you were talking about me then. No, not you. I was you. like, what have I done? Not you. But if it was you, if this was my issue, I would feel I'd got two options and I know which one I would go with. The first one is to confront you, yeah? Mm-hmm. And I would plan what I'm going to say. I would write it down. I would take my time to consider the points. And I'd also read, reread my points as if I was you, you was, if I was you listening to them and think about how you could shoot my argument down and I would think of something to counterbalance what I think you're going to say. In other words, I would carefully plan this confrontation Mm -hmm. and this confrontation would be the bottom line is it's her or it's me that's dangerous though yeah so there's that that her or me is dangerous because also if you have this conversation over the phone you can actually have your notes in front of you so that you can read them just don't be robotic but face to face you've got to remember it all i think i'd rather do it over the phone um Or my other option is I would uh, start something similar, doing the same to you. And if you dared challenge any of it, I'd just say, yeah, but what about, what about her? Well, I'm going for lunch with him. How is it different? See. He's texting me, good morning. Both of those, both of those options are unhealthy. Why? I'll tell you why. The first... Planning the conversation to the most minute detail and then throwing it on him with no notice. No, I'd say I want to discuss this woman. Okay. I'm phoning you at two o'clock tomorrow. We're going to discuss this woman. Okay. In which case you'd be sweating until two o'clock tomorrow. See, that one's, that one's all right because then he, he can 
maybe follow up with what exactly is your problem with mm. it and you can maybe even avoid that confrontation in the first place. The second one is definitely not the right option to choose. No, but I'm only human. I'm not always right. I don't necessarily always want to be right. I might want to just hurt you in the same way that you have hurt me. But this is where it comes down to not being healthy. Up to this point, she has not said this is unacceptable. Who hasn't? The triangle. Tina has not said this is unacceptable. The way to say this is unacceptable is not to do something that you believe is unacceptable yourself, but to say, I find this unacceptable behaviour. Yeah, yeah, you're right, actually. She hasn't clarified that. She's put, I hate it and want her to disappear. But she hasn't said that she's asked him about it at all. Exactly. If it was me, what do you... So I've said for you I would plan this speech, this ultimatum, or I would throw it straight back at you with a similar scenario. What would you do if it was me? Um, I I wouldn't plan any sort of discussion. Like, if, if it was something that bothered me... Or would you confront him? No, I wouldn't confront him, no. I'd confront, I'd confront you, but I wouldn't make it a thing. I'd just say, oh, by the way, he's texting you a lot. Um, and you would say either, um, yeah, I thought it was weird. I wonder if he's, like planning something or whatever and I go yeah that is weird and we'd agree that it was strange and keep it keep your distance mm. or you'd go yeah and what of it and I would tell you exactly what of it that I don't think it's appropriate and then it's then up to you to say whether you agree or disagree but I'm not going to plan a whole conversation in my head mm. or on paper and guess what you're going to respond and write counterpoints. I think she needs to go in strong, though, because something wishy-washy like that, I think if I was the boyfriend, I would be digging my heels in because I'd ultimately I would find a defence and I would say, I can be friends with who I like. We're not kissing. What's your problem? Are you jealous? You're jealous. You are jealous and this is your issue. That's what I would say. Yeah, I could see that coming up. I think you're right. She has to go in strong at this point. I think if she'd have nipped it in the bud earlier on, when it started, yeah, she um, she would have been all right to kind of just mm. you know like I said then oh this is yeah. strange. Now it's it's beyond that, and it, you're right yeah. she has got to go in hard. I do think Tina's going to find us incredibly insensitive here because, and I do <laughs> feel a bit guilty, but she was wanting us to talk about him. We've ended up talking about her. It's not okay, but you're a facilitator. What is it? An allower. Enabler. You are an enabler. Yeah. You've let this happen. That that sounds too harsh, actually. Yeah, it does. I take that back to you. It's his fault, but he needs to be on the naughty step for a bit. He needs to understand that that's not okay. That's it. Take his iPad away. No supper for a week. You're harsh. (laughs) But then, does she only know about this because she's checking his phone? In which case, she's in the wrong. I don't know, that's tricky. No, see... You can't check people's phones nowadays anyway, can you? What do you mean, technically or uh, 
like it's wrong to well i know you probably can <laughs> i just breaking everything but if like i couldn't check your phone for example well you know my password so you could if Do you I? wanted to well i forgot it don't don't <laughs> worry about that i don't know it um yeah we need more details tina yeah i'd like to know if she's like getting this information from him directly or whether she's getting the getting it from texts because yeah. that can almost be worse like you can't get the full context from a text yeah do you know what i might um follow up yeah follow i'm up gonna find her. out what's going on here and yeah yeah can I'm, you can I'm you keep concerned. us updated keep I'm us concerned. updated feel a bit cross about that So, the good news is we have a new listener. Wow. Yes. Another one. Another one. That's (laughs) nearly double digits we're in now. (laughs) Shut up. Only eight more to go. (laughs) So, um, our new listener, she has said on a number of occasions she's been meaning to listen to the podcast. They're the worst, aren't they? Uh, But she hasn't got round to it, and so she did actually have to go for a long walk, and she listened to one, two, and three all in one go, and she really enjoyed it. Nice. She also texted me immediately after listening to say that, uh, do you remember we were talking about the trolleys and how that's like a childhood dream to push a whole row of trolleys? Yes, On the Morrison's escalator in particular. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah? To push all those trolleys and then go round with a special key, getting all the quids out. That was your childhood dream. Yeah, my childhood dream. Yeah. Well, this lovely lady has told me that actually you don't need a special key because what they do actually use at Morrison's is a butter knife to get all the quids out. What? So... (laughs) I'm I'm not gonna do it, but if I was if it was me in a different life, I'd do actually want to try it. If you're a bit of a scally, shall I go at night <laughs> with a butter knife? Well, there won't be any lying about, will they? They don't have quids in them when they're resting, do they? I'd, can I just specify though? I don't want to do this because I want quids. I want to just test it. Yeah. Yeah. So this girl, uh, she's a good friend of mine, good friend of both of ours, actually, isn't she? Happy to Yeah, she is our best friend. Anyway, um, so go on, over to you. We're both involved in this, you'll see why. You'll you'll, you'll understand why in a minute. So um, we've we've named her School Run Hun, um, and this uh, this is her question. School Run Hun, that's perfect. It's good, isn't it? Good choice. Yes, thank you. I was in the cafe the other day. And as you know, I had to phone you both immediately with this problem. Oh, yeah, because we were both in the car. She knew that we were together. So we both spoke to her regarding this problem. Well, actually, I was in the petrol station paying for the petrol. Yeah. And she had to repeat it all again when I got back from paying. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, here it is in written this form. This is why we're both involved. Usually it's kind of confidential from the other one of us, but we are. This is an hours rather than a mine. Yeah. Um, I overheard from the woman in front of me, this is at the cafe, uh, that her daughter had refused to go to school that morning. Her words were, My daughter is refusing to go to school and says that lockdown has taught us we don't need to go to school, so why should I go? Bold. From what I overheard, her daughter is of secondary school age. My children are all younger. 
How do I deal with this when my time comes? Is she right? At what age do we give our children autonomy? Yeah, so... A lot of big questions there. This is really tricky because my immediate response to School Run Hun was, do you know what? I'm sick of all this gentle parenting. She's a child. She needs to be at school. Secondary age or not, she goes to school. Who is the boss here, the child or the mother? Clearly, the mother is not the boss because by the sounds of it, I am reading between the lines, she is in the cafe having left her child at home alone. Assuming the child didn't go to school that morning. They might have had an argument and... But she's put had refused to go to school. Yeah, but you can refuse and still be forced to mm. do it, can't you? This is it, though. How big is your child before you can't force them to do it? Mm. See, with school... Assuming she is under 16, it's obviously a legal requirement for her to go. Up to 18 now, I think. Is it 18? We have to be in education, yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, I never... Well, I'm not 100%, I'm like 65%. Can somebody please tweet him about that? Tweet me? I was going to say tweet me, but I've deleted my Twitter. (laughs) It was so embarrassing. Time hop seven plus years ago just ruined my life. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, I think while ever there's a legal responsibility to do something, then you as the parent have got to uh, enforce that regardless of what you think morally. Um, and it's only when it's not a legal thing anymore that you've really got a leg to stand on. But I used to bunk off quite often. Yeah, you did. And it, it's not done me any harm, really, has it? No, but it's it's giving a message that it's all right, that we don't always... These children need to learn that we can't always have our own way. We can't always stay in bed. Now and again, yes, we can stay in bed, but mm. no, we need to do as we're told because school is a lesson for the rest of your life, isn't it? Yeah, that's 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 true. I can't, I can't really argue with that. Where I would say we need to have a bit of... Uh, a bit of, what's the word, a bit of balance, a bit of flexibility, is what this child, what we're hearing from this child, like, third-hand now, is that she doesn't think that she has to be in school because lockdown has taught her that. I would agree with that. Yeah, actually, that's a pretty grown-up thing to say. Locked, like the, I do understand the that. The kids have had it worst in all these, in in this lockdown, not being able to go to school and having to do stuff remotely. They've proven that they can do it. Okay, so here I am. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Dad. I'm not going to school this morning. We, is this some sort of role play thing you've got going on? Exactly. Here call I me, am. Call me Daddy then. No, I mean, I'm secondary school. I don't want right. to go. I'm not going today. Why? I don't want to go. You can't force me. Yes, I can. That's a shit excuse for not going. Okay, (laughs) don't swear. If she's secondary school, she's heard it all before. Yeah, but not from Dad. Mm. No thanks. Jazz. No. Uh, I don't want to go. And you can't actually force me. You can't drag me to school. You've got to go to work. I will take you to school. I won't get out of the car. I'll drag you out of the car. But Oliver, that's not that's not a correct role play. That's you being daft. You can't physically drag like a fifteen year old out of the car because you would be arrested then. Why would I for trying to get her to school? For dragging her. 
Yeah. You can't physically manipulate her body to the school. This is the issue that we're saying. How would you deal with it then? I'll be the arrogant teenager. Go on then. Mum, I'm not going to school today. Okay, first of all, it's mummy. Don't take that tone with me. Why don't you want to go to school, my angel? Well, lockdown has taught us that we don't need to, so why should I? Well, that is actually a very good point, and I'd like to discuss it after school. You are going to school today, and we will discuss this further tonight. No, I'm not. You can't make me. Well, I'm going to phone your headmaster. Good. I'll tell him the same thing. Okay, I'm going to phone him now, and I'm going to ask him to um, refer you on to the attendance officer at school. If you then fail to attend, I would look at a huge fine as a parent, as a neglectful parent, for not getting you to school. Sounds like a you problem. Yeah, well, guess guess who pays for the Christmas presents? Guess who pays for the Wi-Fi? I'm 15, I don't care, I've got my own phone. There won't be any Wi-Fi for this phone. And your bill won't get paid. I can't do my homework then if there's no Wi-Fi. You won't do your homework then. I just want you to go to school because this is the law and that is the bottom line well we had 18 months not at school why is it suddenly the law now that's not mine to discuss that is not my rule it is the rule it is not my rule and i'm not disagreeing with you i'm disagreeing with the rule that says i should go to school right well i've got to go to work today there's going to be no wi-fi on at home There's going to be nothing here for you. There is no lunch in the fridge for you because I need to go to the supermarket. Your lunch is at school. Your friends are at school. Your life right now, today, is at school. Okay then, I'll go to school. Do you understand though? We shouldn't bow down to that. No way. Get this girl to school. He he could have gone on for ages, like... (sighs) Nothing there was a like a a killer argument to go to school because the the bottom line is they've not been at so school. So do you think she's all right to stay in the house all day just sweating by herself doing nothing? No. We we don't know that she's not doing anything, right? She's not said she doesn't want to do schoolwork, she says she doesn't want to go to school. There's a difference, mm. right? Secondly, I don't think I don't necessarily think she's right, but I think I understand the reasons for not wanting to go. And I think they're perfectly valid reasons. When when this is us and, like, as you say, right now, if our children refuse to put their socks on, for example, we can get hold of their little angry (laughs) feet and put their socks on for them. And it's not too much of a big task. But when, when they are almost adults, you can't just do that. You can't. We're going to have a right job on, aren't we? Poppy's so stubborn. So, well, not stubborn is a negative word. She's headstrong, and that's a really good quality. I don't, th- I don't think stubborn's a stubborn. Who does she remind you of? She reminds me of me. Uh, sorry, reminds me of you. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say. You're, you're stubborn. I don't think stubborn's a bad... I'm not stubborn, I'm headstrong. No, you are stubborn. What are you joking? Listen to how you're arguing about me calling you stubborn. That is stubborn. Oliver... Stubborn isn't a bad thing. Stubborn is an adjective. Headstrong. Yeah, but what does that mean? You can fucking nut a brick wall. No, no, no. Stop putting words into my mouth. She said stubbornly. Anyway, 
uh, get the girl to school. Yeah. By hook all, or by crook. All joking aside, like, you got to go to school, haven't you? It's, for you? it's in your best interests. I do appreciate that this is hard at this age because you can't threaten that Father Christmas won't come. They know Father Christmas is coming. They know. It's, it's hard and... <laughs> I don't envy it. I think we're going to have a bit of a shock. Right, that's it from us. That episode got a bit heated, I think, I know, it? I feel very that we've been very, very serious. Do you need to sit in a dark room and rock or something? I think, but like, rock out. <laughs> no, as in rock side to side. That or felt forward, like some sort of couples backwards. therapy or something. Yeah, it did. You know all the role Can play I just stuff? say, yes. that is something that I would never, ever ever agree to couples therapy don't you think it just makes you feel sick i think it's i know what you mean like it's so if i'd rather just argue in the street yeah the idea of it feels so degrading to me that you're going to get someone else to judge your relationship and how you interact with your wife like i don't know it just feels really (laughs) invasive they definitely take my side (laughs) <laughs> definitely with everything no, in fact let's do it book one no <laughs> book it costs, one it costs the right book one does it I assume you can't get it on NHS can you and also what would you need it for is it like if you're considering splitting up in which case why haven't you just split up I don't well some people want to stay together like but then you don't want to split up no but a marriage takes work doesn't it you have to put put work in do you yeah do you put Fucking so much. I'm always on the grind. Always on grind with you. You've never been on the grind in your life. I haven't been on the grind. You were born with a silver spoon. I haven't been on the grind for anything else. I'm too busy on grind for this. (laughs) This marriage. (laughs) Don't worry, I'm I'm joking, of course. You're grinding. I'm grinding, always grinding. (laughs) No, but I don't I don't mean like you gotta you gotta physically work at it. I just mean that like you can't you can't just let marriage pass you by and just exist you've got to you've got to put effort in yeah like I'd, I'd consider like where when we go away and when we go out for dinner and when mm. we do stuff together like that's that's put us putting the effort in to keep our marriage i wouldn't going. say that's effort though i do that because i want to go out for dinner yeah exactly and things it, um, I, but, 100% i'm not saying i'm not saying when i want to go out for dinner it's because i feel oh i should take her out for dinner it's because we want to do it but and the yeah. reason we want to do it and we do do it is because we still want to put the effort in with each other. And the thing is, don't get don't get mad, don't throw things. But if I didn't want to go out with you, believe me, I wouldn't. Yeah, same. Like I'd, I don't think I would put if, the effort if, in I'm if not, we didn't. If I didn't want to, yeah, exactly. I just like, wouldn't not, fancy it. I'd just say I don't fancy it. I'm not going to Thanks. go along with stuff just for the sake of it. Like it's. <laughs> Yeah, we digress, don't we? We digress a bit. We digress. What, what were we saying? Oh, oh yeah. I've, I've got Vine, a good quote it? for you. I oh, heard it. Remember, uh, we used to watch Desperate Housewives. Oh, yeah. Um, we need to re-watch them all. Yeah, we do. And Jonathan Creek. No, I'm not doing Jonathan Creek again. And no. Sherlock. <laughs> uh, I've never been into Go Sherlock. Go on, anyway, your quote. You've lost me. Uh, so, uh, this is about Desperate Housewives. Okay. If you think... The grass is greener on the other side. You need to water your own lawn. Nice. Is that Brie? No, I don't know. I just remember... I think it was the voiceover person. Oh, was it? You know, the voiceover person. Yeah, so... uh, I'll have to have a look. They all do their own gardening, don't they? They're always outside with the tiny little rose scissors or whatever they're called. 
Yeah. Them special boards that you kneel on. What a waste of time. Ah. Anyway, we anyway, digress again. We digress. What were we saying? We're saying bye. Uh, yeah, so we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Lots of love. Thank you.